afternoon, evening, and welcome. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network at republicbroadcasting.org. Hour one of the broadcast here on this Tuesday, the 20th of February, 2024. I'm your host, Richard Carey, and this is Beyond the Official Narrative. And I have with me tonight, as special guest, none other than well-known radio personality and researcher, Michael Sledge. Mike, hey, good to have you here back again tonight. Good evening, sir. Yeah, Richard, thanks for having me on. Great to be here. Yes, indeed, indeed. Wow, we're almost through February, uh, almost, well, through winter, more or less. I mean, we have, uh, what, the, the daylight savings time coming up in like like two and a half weeks already. Time certainly has been accelerating, and uh, I, I don't know, you know, uh, people are wondering, you know, is 2024 going to just be uh, be pretty non-eventful, but full of suspense? And uh, other people think, you know, it'll really be a, a crackdown sort of year. I don't know. I think that anything uh, major will happen a bit past. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, for the most part, it, 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 it may be a, a nothing burger, as, as they call it there. But, uh, you know... What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you know, I can't imagine anything getting any worse than what it has been for the last 20 years, yeah? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, right. I mean, everything sucks. You know, music sucks today. Uh, there's no good TV shows. It's, uh, you know, it's everything sucks. I guess I'm getting, I'm getting old. I'm getting old and grumpy, Richard. I'm getting old and grumpy. I'm turning into, like... <laughs> An old man, everything sucks. Nothing, you know, and here's the thing. You know, I, I, I turn 52 next month, and it's like, you know, you can't shock me anymore. You know? I mean, if, if like, say we got nuked. Let's just say that nukes are real and we got nuked by Russia or something like that. Or something like, you know, the worst thing you could possibly imagine happens. You know, I, I probably would wake up going, Oh, yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, yeah, we got nuked today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, we told you it was coming. I mean, you know. Yeah. Oh, well. Try to stay out of the fallout zones, you know. I'm going back to sleep. I got to go on a beer run, you know. That's probably <laughs> how I would handle it, to be honest with you. I or mean, if so. Or if, or if Elon uh, forcefully connects us all to his uh, drone link, you know. You know. I was actually against the Neuralink. Now I'm, I think I'm for it. I'm ready to be lobotomized with Neuralink to make me forget I'm living in this crap world, you know? <laughs> sure, hook me up to the Neuralink. I don't care. Yeah, I don't believe in Satan or the Mark of the Beast anyway. Yeah, that's all hocus pocus. Put, put the Neuralink in my brain, you know? What the hell? It can't be any worse than what I'm living in right now, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, we just had a... Uh... 
well, a revelation. Elon says the first human patient has been implanted with a brain chip from Neuralink, and he's got a full recovery, uh, according to his claim. He can control the mouse around the screen just by thinking, Mike. That's awesome. So it gives you, like, telepathy, you know? Uh, I wonder if he pays you. If you is it, I wonder if there's a way you can sign up to be a, a Neuralink guinea pig, like that gorilla he had uh, playing video games, getting the banana smoothies as a test case. You remember that? Uh, <laughs> I want that job because, you know, I don't want to work a real job. You know, I'll be the gorilla with the Neuralink. Uh, just give me banana smoothies, maybe a little weed to get the day kicked off. Maybe I can wake and bake, hit the Neuralink in my brain, give me banana smoothies, let me get paid, uh, you know, to watch TV all day. I mean, I, where do I sign up for this? You know? <laughs> there in the Skype, I just sent you an image of, uh, of Elon there. <laughs> <laughs> I want telepathy. If he can move a mouse on a computer screen, I wonder if I can remove a blouse from a hot chick at the mall or something, you know? <laughs> you know I've got Neuralink. You see that? Oh, my God. That's all it's about right now, you know? I mean, the ability to control a computer cursor uh, with their thoughts alone. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what. I've seen this Apple Pro. Speaking of, like, technology... Have you seen these ridiculous Apple Pro Vision things, goggles or whatever? Yeah, yeah. They're not selling too well. People are complaining. I heard a lot of returns. Well, first of all, if you wear one of those, you look like a total retard, you know? I mean, and I got a better idea. I don't need an Apple Vision Pro goggles from Apple. I don't need that. Who needs an Apple Vision Pro when you can just buy some shrooms, you know? (laughs) <laughs> I can just buy some shrooms and I got the Apple Vision Pro. You know, I tap into my third eye. You know, I start seeing colors. So I, could, I, don't, I don't need to wear stupid goggles. I got shrooms. I know a guy that sells shrooms. You know, no, to all the young people listening, just do shrooms. You don't need Apple Vision Pro, you know? Yeah, well, no, I mean, you can lose your, 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 your center of balance and just, you know, your, your eyesight. With the coordination, everything's kind of off. Um, I've got a lot of complaints from using them, and there could be long-term damage where shrooms, hey, you know, you don't have those kind of a side of Yeah, you don't lose your balance. You can see the future. You can see through all the BS. You know, hey, wow. Man, yeah. I mean, you know, the old technology is a lot better. You know, just do some shrooms. You don't need an Apple Vision Pro. Yeah, you know, you won't. And, and, and it'll relieve headaches rather than give you them like, like the oh, other yeah. stuff. <laughs> I mean, speaking of shrooms, I was reading this article yesterday, Richard, on a, it's big in Silicon Valley now, you know, for all these tech people to microdose shrooms and stuff like that, you know? I don't know if you heard about this new fad of Mi- microdosing. Microdose? It sounds, yeah, very uh, <laughs> weak. I don't know what, well, so what's well, a microdose? I don't get it. Yeah, you take like, there are people microdosing, like they're taking like, a quarter hit of acid or like a, just a slither of a shroom cap, you know, or like, a, you know, something like that. So they get like a little trippy, a little psychedelic feeling, but it's, but they say it makes them more productive at their job. And I'm thinking, you know, this is not what psychedelics were intended to do. When you take psychedelics, 
You're supposed to not go to work. That's the whole point of taking psychedelics. And you're supposed to psychedelics. (laughs) You're supposed to go big or go home. It's supposed to be rare and life changing when you do. Uh, Frankly, you know. uh, But I mean, no matter what. I mean, if you're doing something every day, you lose all of the effects, or, or almost every day, you know, you lose all of the significance. It doesn't have the same effect on you. Uh, psychologically or physically, and it's it's, you know, it's very weak. Uh, I wonder if these are people who've even taken full doses on on the other side of it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's uh, so it's it's just a fad. It sounds like a silly fad, if you ask me. Not very logical. Well, who the hell wants to take acid and then say, "Hey, man, I had a really productive day at my corporate soulless <laughs> mundane job. I made the best spreadsheet you've ever seen in your life. I'm microdosing." I mean, could you imagine, you know, microdosing on like acid at some corporate Marriott conference center, listening like a Tony Robbins motivational speaker, eating Waldorf salads and chicken cordon bleu and talking to a bunch of soulless retards around the table. Hey, this is great. I'm tripping, you know, I'm micro. It makes my it makes the corporate world just so much better. This is disgusting. This is what we've come to in uh in this America we live in. I mean these yeah, are we'll complete geeks. Think. You know? the, peop- the people who came up with microdosing uh, must be complete geeks. And, you know, this doesn't make them any less. This just makes them worse, you know. I mean, it. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it just shows you can't do – some people can't do anything right. So. <laughs> I mean, I can just see Jim Morrison rolling in his grave, you know, with the microdosing idea. He's like, you know – the cells divide the day. Spreadsheets own the night. Break on through to the corporate side. You know, it's <laughs> disgusting. Leave it to these retards to screw up a good psychedelic experience. You know, they screw up everything. Right. Everything they put their hands on, they screw up. It's unbelievable, man. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> uh, and and no, but I mean, and as far as the whole theory on uneventful 2024 debatable some are saying there's going to be american totalitarian crypto dollars before the election possibly cbdc's uh you know before we even have the 2024 election i hope so (laughs) of course tell us why you hope well i just hope you know the, the term crypto dollar you know it makes me think like are we going to get a currency that's like a real Federal Reserve currency now? It's called a cryptocurrency where it's going to have like a picture of slow-mo with a big hook nose on it instead of Washington, you know? <laughs> yeah. Here's your crypto. It's like, oh, God. You know, it'd be that, that slow-mo pick with the hook nose, you know, like 3D coming off the bill. <laughs> Well, no, I'm over though. There's a guy who's really uh, worked up about it. I found this at Activist Post, uh, Aaron Day. You know, and, and I mean, he's got a bunch of paragraphs before he even really gets into anything. But how they could control your whole life? I mean, we already know how they can control your your life. So then, he, after all that, he goes. This article outlines my case for why CBDCs are an imminent threat that requires everyone's immediate focus and attention, and provides an overview of what will be covered in the workshop. This guy has a workshop for it. So. Uh-huh. Um, Political landscape for CBDCs in the U.S. President Biden has authorized the exploration of a CBDC, and there isn't any real resistance from Congress. And that, you know, that is true. Well, we had him sign executive order in uh, March 2022. 
on the research for them, you know, and so he's, he's citing that. And uh, what, we got like 127 companies that have been targeted for uh, crypto enforcement action from this SEC, uh, you know, guidance. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, you know, gradually they'll. I mean, everything is so digital as it is, and and same with the ID and identity. I mean, they talk about digital ID. I mean, everything is uploadable. I mean, you know, the cop, he, he runs your plate and your license. He has all, everything digital on his screens back there, you know, when you're waiting for him. Or as it is, is, is a digital ID going to really change much, Mike? I mean, I don't think it is. I mean, we already basically are cashless already. We basically, I mean, my argument is that it's already here. I mean, you got a central bank, you know, you have already probably 90% of, society not using cash anymore i mean i admit i very rarely use cash i mean you know i mean i just pull out the card or whatever tap to pay you know i mean i'm guilty of it myself i mean so really it's already here i mean i don't see how much different it could be than what we already got you know so that's been my whole take on it from the start it's like well don't we already have a central bank digital currency? I mean, everybody gets direct deposit. We have a central bank, the Federal Reserve. Uh, everybody gets direct deposit. Everybody uses plastic. And now people are just paying with their phones, you know, tap to pay. Before long, it'll be, you know, you'll pay through the Neuralink. You'll just look at the, uh, you'll, 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 just, you'll just walk out. You know, they already have Apple stores where you can walk in and it already deducts it from your, uh, phone from the app uh you know and deducts credits what you have in your account when you uh walk out with the products you know that's already in existence now so i mean i mean it's already here you know it's already here i mean you know it's not when is it going to happen i mean i keep reading these articles you know zero hedge or all these other places like they're going to bring in a central bank digital currency i'm like you We've already got it. It's already here. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, you know, this thing is this thing is very lengthy, but I, if I scroll far enough, I'm able to finally get to the other uh, sections. You know, I mean, but this guy says, yeah, that Biden already signed that in March 2022. Uh, he says that well, the technology has already been developed for U.S. CBDCs, so it could be quickly deployed, and most people don't even realize what they are. You know, central bank digital currencies, so. Also, how easily they could be manipulated in an emergency. Most people aren't aware of that. And how we recently, like with the COVID scam lockdowns and everything, emergencies have driven major legislation stripping us of our rights. So, I mean, you know, those are basically the, the talking points this guy has. Yeah, I miss COVID, man. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> I miss COVID. I, I miss the lockdowns. I love the lockdowns, you know. Bring him back. You know, I wish they would bring COVID back. Unfortunately, it's not going to happen. It's going to be another crisis of some sort. But, uh, you know, I, I, I was a big fan of the COVID, you know. I was a big fan of it. I liked it. Well, no, I don't but like I, people standing close to me in public anyway. Uh, I didn't mind people covering their faces. Uh, you know, I didn't mind uh, no, no, no traffic, you know. <laughs> I'm wondering where they're going to have Neil, Elon roll out the Neuralink 
you know, most effectively first? Because, I mean, I, I don't know. My guess is Germany. I'm already hearing about how it's a techno hell. Germany announces pre-crime police unit to target the far right. And we, we're hearing about banks are threatening their customers to not donate to Alternative for Deutschland or, well, or any, any far right organizations. That's yeah. already happening right now. You know, and so, I mean, are they going to have like a, you know, yeah, a pre-crime thought police with the neural link, uh, you know, for to, to, to stop any sort of uh, sympathy for alternative for Deutschland? I mean, they're so just they're, they're, they've been outlawing the party as it is. And, uh, you know, I guess that's the head of the snake, you know, to kill Whitey is to go after Germany first. Right, Mike? Yeah, they always go after Germany. I mean, Germany's like the testing ground for everything, you know. It really is. I mean, they, you know, for the anti-white agenda, Germany is the testing ground. And it's been that way since after World War II, you know. It's been that way for a long time. And, you know, here you see it, you know, pre-crime stuff, you know, all this. I mean, it's yeah, it's going to be in Germany first, and then it'll be making its way to everywhere else, you know. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I think a lot of this is I think they put out, you know, I've been saying for years that the system itself puts out the most ridiculous conspiracy theories because it's like we talked about before, Richard. It's like, you know, problem, reaction, solution, synthesis, Hegelian dialectic, Hegelian dialectic in that they put out these crazy conspiracy theories. So you, you th- you're thinking all this wild stuff is going to happen. In reality, they want you thinking way out there with these conspiracy theories. So people see, you know, when they come out with a more moderate approach, people go, well, that seems rational. It's not crazy like they were saying, you know, so I think they do it on purpose. It's a, it's Pavlovian theory, you know, it's, they condition you for the worst case scenarios, the most extreme uh, scenarios in your mind. So when they bring out the synthesis, you're like, Oh, okay. That's not that bad. When in reality, the synthesis is what they were planning to bring in the whole time. You know what I mean? Well, I, I'm going to go into this a little on the other side. Yeah. Out of, out of blacklisted news. This is real pre-crime unit in Germany. So, I mean, you know, it is still pretty dystopian. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's interesting. Yeah, I can't wait to hear the article. Hold on, folks. We'll be right back. Stick around and check out these messages from our sponsors. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted, it's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. 
visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Consider this. Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air and 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interests as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here. One of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. Contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at kettlemoraineltd at cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602-799-8214 or visit our website, sierramadrepreciousmetals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure. Just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you. are back folks beyond the official narrative here on republic broadcasting richard carey with guest michael sledge and so yes techno hell in germany we have germany's top security official saying just this past tuesday she aims to make it easier to trace right-wing extremists financing and plans to set up an early recognition unit to detect far-right and foreign disinformation campaigns as early as possible. So this Interior Minister, Nancy uh, Fazer, her proposals follow large protests against the far-right in Germany in recent weeks. They reflect growing concerns after reports that extremists met to discuss deporting millions of immigrants. Oh, the horror, including some with German citizenship. 
and that some members of the far-right Alternative for Germany party, whose support has doubled since the country's 2021 election, were present. Germany's domestic intelligence agency says the number of far-right extremists has been rising. In 2022, it reached 38,800, with 14,000 of them considered potentially violent. The agency's head, Thomas Haldenwang, Haldenwang, said the numbers are believed to have risen again last year. And note that governing authorities never seem to bother to investigate why so-called far-right extremism, again, a misnomer designed to smear, not describe, might be attractive to a growing, growing swath of Western populations. As if, well, previously well-heeled, domestic, cosmopolitan, thoroughly liberalized German populations suddenly decide to return to their national socialist roots. Probably Russia, right? Something, something. Probably Russia definitionally disinformation or maybe the sleazy malformation reared its ugly head. So the trigger for far-right extremism is certainly not the glorious culturally enriching diversity the EU has treated the serfs to the past couple decades or so, the coordinated destruction of the globalized economy on account of COVID, the war against the food supply for climate change, or any number of abuses. And I don't know, I don't know if that's kind of where the article fizzles out there, Mike. But uh, it was originally at Associated Press. Uh, your thoughts on, on that data? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you know, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know how effective or, you know, I mean, we already have it, really. If you're white, <laughs> you're guilty. So we already have it. Pre-crime. Your pre-crime is you were born white. <laughs> That's the pre-crime. You know? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. but what, so, what, what, uh, what if... You're already guilty. You're guilty for everything. The pre-crime, if you're born white, you're guilty of pre-crimes going back even to slavery. You're guilty of everything. You know? So... You know, it's pretty much what they teach at the uh, universities now, you know. Oh, yeah, white people did this, white people did that, blah, 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 blah. You're guilty of everything, you know, so. What about the, uh, what about the rare accident, though, where you're Jewish and you're convicted of a crime? Uh, what happens then? I mean, Sam Bankman-Fried, did you hear? I mean, in prison now, he's gone total thug. I mean, this this guy is the biggest Jewish gangsta sensation since Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, I, I, no, I mean, they got this picture of him, you know, looking all all scrubby next to some, uh, you know, real winners from from his uh, fellow cage mates there. And, well, I don't know. We got we got some claims from the uh, the people who've been in prison with him. I don't know how much we can make of it as far as, uh, you know, I mean, who knows how much this is, is legit or not and why this is put out there. But photos have emerged, and I just uh, showed you the link there, of disgraced former crypto billionaire Sam Bankman Fried, who's been locked up at New York's Metropolitan Detention Center while he awaits sentencing following his conviction for defrauding clients of the now bankrupt FTX cryptocurrency exchange, S. BF, 31, the guy's only 31 years old, can be seen 
you know, and, and his fro is kind of not as froey. You know, it looks like he's got a bit of a, uh, a chop, uh, but it's it's just a mini fro off to the side and just scruffy there. You know, uh, but uh, okay, okay. So the newly surfaced photo obtained by a crypto crime reporter Tiffany Fong, who also interviewed an inmate known as G Lock, pictured beside <laughs> SPF. I think that's maybe the guy with the black hole for his face. But then the other guy looks interesting with that. With that hair there, I don't know, that big uh, portly Mexican uh, on the other side. But G-Lock. Okay, so according to Fong, the photo was taken on December 7th, 2023. In an interview with Fong, G-Lock described SPF as being weird as shizzle and more scruffy than a MF-er. Thought he was a good guy. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop-and-lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop-and-lift? Our Ease-Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure! And the Ease-Off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party 
property and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Back, folks, beyond the official narrative here on Republic Broadcasting. Richard Carey here with Michael Sledge. So I'm over here representing Chicago Tampa Incorporated Syndicate. Got my man Michael Sledge here representing Atlanta proper. And uh, (laughs) we're talking about our our main GG lock here, who's been with Sam Bankman Freed. Locked up. He says Sam had a belly. He was eating good. Now he's skinny like a toothpick. Uh, Mr. Locke continued. (laughs) G-Lock, that is. Uh, He's not getting a shower. He's not doing anything. He didn't snitch on nobody. Sam is a gangster. Sam is more gangster than (laughs) Takashi69. Sam Bankman stood on all ten toes. Takashi ratted. He said, uh, should I know who this is, Mike? Takashi? Oh, 6'9"? Yeah, what is that? Takashi 6'9". I'm down on my rap stuff. Let me tell you, I always (laughs) love the hip-hop community. I monitor everything, Richards. Uh, Takashi 6'9", you're 6'9". He's like uh, an Hispanic rapper, you know, uh, with tattoos all over his face. And he uh, was involved in like a some murder, some hit job on some other uh, gangsters, and he snitched out to get out of jail. I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he's no six nine. He's no six nine bitch. You know, uh, SBF. You know, and notice now it's SBF now in the art. SBF. You know every. You know the notorious SBF uh, <laughs> hanging out with G Lock. You know. Yo, man, it's G-Lock, man. Like, you know, SBF, the notorious SBF, man, he used to. He ain't no 6'9 snitch, man. He uh, he got a business. He running the business up in here, man. He, 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 he putting out ramen noodles. You know, he's selling ramen noodles in the Lolo. You know, moon pies in the Lolo. Not Hot the Cheetos on the Lolo, man. Nah, but, uh, he yeah, but it all up here in the G-Block, man. I'm G-Lock. He getting all up here in the G-Block. But G Lock, so, uh, but what about them making fun of his uh, former lady, uh, former Alameda research executive Carolyn Ellison? You know, uh, fellow inmates made fun of that relationship he had with her. So uh, what, what's up with that? Well, you know, G Lock here, you know, first of all, you know, his, his old girlfriend had a face that only a mother could love. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, 
she looked, you know, she was fugly. You know, we have an expression in the hood, it's called fugly, you know? Effed up and ugly, you fugly. She was one fugly, homely looking Jewess, you know what I'm saying? But SBF ain't playing that. SBF gangster now, when he gets out, he's going to get him a fine supermodel. He can get him a dime piece, Richard. A dime oh, yeah. piece. I'm sure, I'm sure he will once he gets out, if he gets out. But, but no, yeah. He said, but you were saying, G-Lock, he, he's obviously lost some weight. You heard he's not shave, showering very much. Uh, he's not as clean shaven as he used to be. But he's obviously going through a lot. You said, G-Lock. So, well, what's going on? Let me, let me tell you what's going on in the G-Block. This is G-Lock going to tell you about the G-Block. All right. So, what's happening up in here? Take it from G-Lock on the G-Block. The notorious SBF, he's smuggling in not only ramen noodles and hot Cheetos on the low low in the prison economy. You know what I'm saying? It's a new crypto thing. It's like, you know, hot Cheetos like Bitcoin up in here. You know, ramen noodle, you know, you get your hands on them, loose cigarettes, loose Newports, you got it going on. So right. Of course, of course. He's also smuggling in that Adderall, the Adderall he was taking, you know, he was taking a lot of Adderall, so he's sneaking that stuff in, you know. So you, and, you guys uh, you guys like uh, SBF, you think he's down because he, he, he claimed he's innocent. He's still to this day, right? Has not admitted to uh, anything. Let me tell you, he innocent, man. He ain't no snitch either. He hardcore. That fool hard, let me tell you. And I've already seen Jonah Hill up in here with uh, with uh, some directors from Hollywood and stuff. You know, he can be out soon, and they're going to make the new movie, the, the notorious SBF movie starring Jonah Hill as SBF, man. It's like I've been telling you, man. Uh, well, Jonah again, Hill according to SBF. Right, right. Well, okay, G-Lock. Uh, again, though, you know, according to our crime, our crypto, no less, crypto crime reporter Tiffany Fong, you know, Fong has said that SBF's fellow inmates made fun of his relationship with former Alameda Research Executive Carolyn Ellison because of that, you know, because of how much she pleaded guilty to. I mean, she pleaded guilty to two counts of wire fraud, two counts of conspiracy to commit wire fraud, conspiracy to commit commodities fraud, conspiracy to commit securities fraud and conspiracy to commit money laundering. So, I mean, what do you say to all that, G-Lock? Well, you know, you know, you know, she a hoe. <laughs> okay, case closed. All right. Well, no, no, that's great. I'm glad uh, we can work that out. Let's see what else we have here before we lose the rest of the audience. Uh, Hooties. Yeah, Mike, I know you want to talk about this. Hooties boast a fresh attack on several American warships. A spokesman for the Hooties said they carried out fresh attacks just today, Tuesday. They continue keeping up the pressure on the U.S.-led naval coalition trolling the Red Sea. You know, the U.S. was the lone veto of the U.N.'s resolution demanding a ceasefire in Gaza. And it seems like that's the one thing that's the same in Gaza and Ukraine is to wipe out as many people as possible. You know, they want to wipe out the native Ukrainians. They want to wipe out the, the Palestinians in Gaza. Well, let me say this, man. Here's what's more interesting. Speaking of the Houthis, there's a new Middle Eastern Hootie and the Blowfish cover band called Houthis and the Blowfish. <laughs> <laughs> Houthis and Blowfish. It's all Hootie and the Blowfish music in Arabic. It's called Houthis and the Blowfish, man. It's amazing. 
So the, I didn't That's know there are blowfish in the Red Sea, but okay. Well, well, they ain't talking about the fish. They talking about them hoes. <laughs> I'm just kidding, right? but you know, uh, yeah, Houthis and the blowfish, man. No, but no, but, but seriously, I mean, okay. it, yeah. it, it really, it's not a conspiracy that they want to wipe out as many Ukrainians as they can, and there really is something to this greater Israel. Are they really possibly going to go for broke? You know, with the regional thing. Um, greater Israel and all that. And if it doesn't work out, then, hey, you have a new Israel to hop over to in Ukraine. I mean, does that seem realistic? Well, yeah, I mean, I think it is. I mean, that's what, you know, but it, it looks like it's not going as well as they thought it would. It's, uh, you know, uh, I don't think uh, Zelensky's doing well over there. Uh, well, you know, and I want to say this, Mike, as you've been, yeah. I think, more vindicated, and people don't give credit to that, you know. I mean, Brother Nathaniel, uh, he was on RBN here. He was on with Patrick Slattery and Jeremy. You, then I also uh, managed to get him on my show uh, through Patrick's connection with him as well. And, I yeah. mean, you know, he kept talking down Chabad. He said, okay, Benai Brith has power, but Chabad is nothing. They have no power, no nothing. They're completely insignificant. He kept saying that, you know. But, I mean, I even had the guys who were on with the uh, – on RBN this morning with John Moore, you know, his regular guys, you know, confirming how much Putin's tied in with Chabad. You know, they're even admitting it yeah. with their sources, you know. Of course. So, I mean, you know, the thing about, and look, I'm going to make a lot of people mad, and I don't care. You know, I've told you this, uh, and I'll say it. Uh, this is my opinion. This is Mike Sledge's opinion. I don't trust Brother Nathaniel as far as you can throw him. Uh, you know, I mean, I really don't. You know, and uh, so, I mean, he looks like, you know, Never forget. Never forget. Oh, God. He's a Jewish guy in a party central Russian Orthodox costume. All right. <laughs> I mean, first of all. Uh, but having said that, let me just say this. Um, look, they always downplay uh, the Chabad stuff uh, because, let's be honest here, the Putin, if you listen to the Tucker interview he did with, uh, with Vladimir Jute, uh, <laughs> It was total. It was total. Oive propaganda for the whole hour and a half he was on the interview. Yeah, all he talked about was denazification, uh, the Holocaust. I mean, if 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 Joe Biden would have done that interview with Tucker and said the same things that Vladimir Putin said, people in the alternative media would have been going. Can you believe Joe Biden? Joe Biden all he did was talk about the Holocaust and kiss Oyve's ass right. for like an hour and a half. You know, when right. Putin does it, people in the alternative media give him a pass and go, "Well, he's speaking in code." You know, five <laughs> of the Holocaust. He's really talking about you know. I'm like five D chess. Yeah, this is ridiculous. I mean, this is the whole Donald Trump baloney. You know. You know, it's Vladimir Putin playing 5D chess. Now, you're absolutely right, Richard. It's total garbage. All these people are working together to bring about this, uh, you know, global Zog empire. And he's part of it. I mean, even even I told you on the last time I was on here, uh, or one of the last times I was on the show, uh, that Klaus Schwab even said, even it was about a month ago, where Klaus Schwab referred to Vladimir Putin. He still regards him as a great young leader. In the past for the World Economic Forum. So, look, you know, I know David Scorpio feels this way as well when he comes on here. And it's like, uh, I feel like Vladimir Putin is playing, you know, actually, I was talking to David Scorpio and, and he made a great point to me uh, today, actually. He said, uh, 
You know, the one thing that Putin's accomplished is he strengthened NATO. Because, you know, NATO was falling apart before the Russia-Ukraine uh, crises. You know, it was, it was collapsing on its own. It, it had outlived its usefulness for the most part post-Cold War. And now this whole conflict has actually, you know, made NATO more of a prominent institution than it was before the conflict. Mission accomplished, you know. Yeah. I mean, what Putin has done is really strengthen the West in a lot of ways. Well, at the same time, they're bringing down the West, but he's made NATO a relevant institution again. Think about that for a second. And it really is a great point. And I really believe, look, uh, he could have won the war in Ukraine a long time ago if he really wants to, wanted to. But this is a war is a racket. You know, it always is. They're making a buttload of money. Raytheon, all the contractors, the military-industrial complex, uh, Vanguard, State Street, you know, BlackRock. They already have the rebuilding contracts. And, you know, by the way, Putin, Russia still does business with a lot of these military-industrial contractors behind the scenes. You know, when Prigozhin was still alive before he was, uh, you know, whacked, like this Navalny guy was <laughs> by Vladimir Putin, uh, you know, they were secretly getting money, you know, into the Raytheon coffer, uh, coffers the same way that Zelensky's playing ball with them behind the scenes. I mean, the whole Wagner group, its whole business was securing the diamond trade in Africa. You know, I mean, who's behind the diamond trade in Africa? The Hasidim, the Chabad. Oh, God, the diamonds, blood diamond. Oh, God. You know, so, you know, Vladimir Putin is a puppet just like all the rest of these clowns. Yeah. And, you know, and, I think again, it's all. Uh, go, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no. And, and again, that that's what uh, even John Moore and his people this morning uh, were pointing out that, yeah, Putin got rid of a lot of those oligarchs, but. He strengthened, uh, reestablished, solidified, whatever, his Chabad relationship, and that that is significant. You know, a lot of people downplay it, like you say, but it, it is significant. So, as, as yeah, far as... Also significant, yeah. It's also significant to point out, Richard, that Vladimir Jutin is, his net worth is between $75 billion to $150 billion. And it could be more than that. Because he's got all these secret accounts and, you know, ghost accounts and all this kind of stuff. This guy has become extremely wealthy. I mean, he's one of the most wealthiest people in the world, you know, from what he's done over there. So this love affair that some people within the alt media have with Vladimir Putin, I've never understood it. This love affair with China that many people have, I've never understood it. And when you bring up Chabad or the Putin connections to Chabad, or the or the uh, or the Oyve's financial backing of the Mao Revolution, which created modern China today, they just poo-poo all of it off and go, "Oh, you know, they've changed now. They're not involved in that anymore." Yeah, they are. To this day, all of the military secrets that are stolen by Israel from us, they ship directly to China. I could believe that, but I don't believe that China. I mean. Look, they manufacture for so much of the world, including so much for us. 
yeah. they have so much land as it is. I, I don't believe that they have some kind of a a, a deep uh, what a birth rate problem that they couldn't fix where they wouldn't keep their own stock. Uh, they have no interest in trying to take over the West. I mean, th- that's the one thing that I don't buy is people trying to talk about. You know, oh, yeah, the main yeah. concern with the. Uh, uh, illegals coming in is these Chinese militants who are going to try to take over on behalf of the CCP. I mean, I know the danger and they don't, it's because they don't want to sound racist. You know, they don't want the worst thing in the world for a Republican is to sound racist. And so they want to sound like, oh, the, it's the Chinese government and military. That's why we're afraid of these Chinese coming over the border. And, you know, but no, we all know that the biggest danger is these Haitians or these Africans who are coming over and what they're capable of as far as, you know, rapes, murders, assaults and what have you, then that's why I wanted to hear what you have to say about the South Africans uh, going to The Hague regarding Israel. I mean, because we've had others confirm for us who've been living there, uh, mutual friends. They're completely controlled by Jews, the South African black government. And I certainly don't believe for a second they got this idea on their own to take Israel to The Hague. Uh, And so what do you have to say about that, Mike? Well, I think uh, that there, you know, I've talked about this many times, you know, Israel is going to look a lot different 10 years from now than it does today. Uh, And most of international Jewry wants to make radical changes in Israel. And frankly, they don't like the the Likud party has kind of worn out its welcome. I think you're going to see more of a liberal regime take place. I, I think you're going to see more of a compromise with a two-state solution down the road. I think that's inevitable. And I think they're setting the process for that. Look, the ANC is completely controlled by a Jewish uh, international Jewry. Uh, you know, the ANC is a communist party. And by the way... Oh, here, hold that thought, like sir. I, I we're getting faded out by the music here. Let's continue that on the other side, please. We'll be right back, and then we have hour two. Stick around, folks. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. Drinksupertea.com. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. 
However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. back folks beyond the official narrative here on republic broadcasting richard carey here with michael sledge and mike you were talking about the anc that's african national congress for those who aren't aware and uh, uh who and how they're controlled yeah i mean they were set up by you know uh, international jury uh you know it was well known that it was financed by international jury mandela was a front uh, the clowns they got running that party today are all fronts for uh, international Jewish power, and uh, they're communists. And so, them bringing this to the uh, the International Criminal Court, you know, in a way, kind of undercuts uh, our cause. Those of us that feel like Israel is guilty of genocide in Gaza, those of us that do feel like Israel has committed serious international war crimes, and they have, and they've com- committed serious humanitarian crimes on humanity, I think it. Uh, this is a very slick way of undermining that, especially in this country, because what that does when you see the ANC, a obvious, to most people, communist uh, in, uh, party in, in South Africa, an anti-white communist party, <laughs> good God, they used to be involved in necklacing, uh, they openly call for the killing of the Boers, the farmers there, the white farmers. And so when they bring it to the International Criminal Court, it actually makes Israel look good in the United States because our propaganda media goes, well, the ANC is against, you know, uh, 
you know, is pro-Palestinian. Uh, you know, they're anti-Israel. They're bringing charges to the National Criminal Court. So your Trump-tard people in this country go, <laughs> see, God darn it, the, 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 them communist brats in South Africa are, are attacking Israel. <laughs> Man, they need to shut up. And then it doesn't help when you have psyops with optics like a, a Venezuelan tranny with free Palestine on the barrel of a gun shoot up a, a you know Joel Osteen's church or whatever a couple weeks ago. All of this is done. You know the optics war is. You know I watch Fox News because I like to see the propaganda and what they're playing on those channels is look at these libtard pro-Palestinian, anti-Jewish, anti-Semites, libtards, look at these morons, and they're making them look like a clown show. And what does that do? It does the same thing that it did in the 1960s when the anti-war movement, which originally started out as more of a right-wing opposition to the war, by the way, in Vietnam, was taken over by the counterculture and a bunch of drug addicts and it discredited the anti-war movement and made the war in Vietnam, uh, you know, able to continue for over a decade. So they're doing the same thing here. When the only opposition, you know, middle America sees, your Fox News, News viewer or your Trump tard sees on TV, is just a bunch of left-wing, blue-haired freaks, you know, uh, in trannies supporting Palestine. And communist political parties like the ANC, it actually helps Israel in the propaganda war, unfortunately. Wow, this is a really great way of just being concise and breaking it down for our listeners. Hope you're sticking around, sir, for the second hour. Look forward to it, Mike. Stick around, folks. We'll be back. Broadcasting.org, smash that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the United with States. anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, the, uh, the dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? Like, what are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.